Hemshechayim Beis, Volume 1. We concluded Chapter 123. And we're in the Maimur, that Yosef could not uh, control himself. And uh, I feel a little like Yosef too. I can't control myself either. Uh, but maybe different ways. Um, so, I want to just give a little overview of where we're at because it's a very uh, dense and critical juncture here where the Rebbe Rashab is bringing together literally over a hundred chapters I would say maybe more maybe less <coughs> so if you've been following along here I'm not going to repeat everything I've said but I will say that um, there are three main discourses my modern that the Rebbe Rashab is using as the basis of what he's discussing here now one is a maimer from Chayesod Tafkuf Samagvov, which the Alter Rebbe said. In those years, Shabbos and the Rebbe, Alter Rebbe would say, would explain almost every Shabbos explanation of Zayhat. So there in the Pasha Chayesod, the Alter Rebbe explained then the whole subject matter of uh, Sfiris. And the truth is that though that year, that same year, is also discussing the previous weeks, the whole idea of Keiches and Levushim and Eiris and Kalim. So as you all know, the Alter Rebbe is the founder of Chassidus Chabad. And uh, besides the Tanya, the real uh, infrastructure of Chassidus is in these years and these Mamarim of the Alter Rebbe. And when you study them, today we have all the, all the texts, you can really see the development of Chassidus. And uh, so learning Ayin Beis, which itself is like a Rambam, a, a compendium, a, mag, a magnum opus, that collect so much from so many places. It's vital, if you really want to appreciate it, to understand it according to the sugis, the subjects that the Alter Rebbe developed those weeks, those years. And primarily, they're the years Tovkuf Samach Beis through Tovkuf Ayin Gimel when he passed away. So it's really 11 years. Even though the Alter Rebbe, we say, established this years earlier in Tovkuf Mem already, meaning almost 40 years earlier, um, 30 years earlier. But, as we all know, until the Alter Rebbe was in Yutas Kislev and came out of prison, the terrorists were said in brief Relatively, as they call them, the Yajna, the Maimarim were short. And therefore, not yet, you cannot yet see it blossom into what it would become. It's primarily after Tafkuf Nuntes, when he came out of prison, um, that, I'm sorry, Tafkuf uh, Tanya was printed in Tafkuf Zion. Yeah, he came out of prison in Tafkuf Nuntes. Primarily after that, when he moved from the Yajna to the Yadi, when it began really the Mamorim developing literally ext- extensively themes as the Balshamtav and the Magid told him when he was in prison that he should now not only continue but he should continue with and expand it all. So in, dis- in discussing these themes 
you really can see, understand, like when the Rebbe Rashab starts discussing something, if you really want to understand, you have to go back to the original sugis, the original themes. So I recognize, I identified three main uh, sugis, so to speak, three main memoir. One is the Chai Sada one, where the Alter Rebbe primarily talks there about Sfira from the word Sapir, Behirus, the clarity and transparency. But the Tzamech Tzedek, in his classical way, when he explains the Maimonim of the Tzalta Rebbe, includes and adds into it the other interpretations as well. Number and story, and as we learned in this chapter, also book, Sefer. Now, that doesn't mean the Alter Rebbe didn't refer to it in other places, but he brings it all together in that Chayesar Maimer. And I see when you learn that Maimer, you really can see that the Rebbe Rashab is actually elaborating on it. All these pages, literally over 30, 40 chapters now. From when he began discussing Sviris, which goes back to where? Perik Pei Gimel. 83. And we're now at 123. So it's 50 chapters ago. 40 chapters ago. Sorry. So these 40 chapters is built on that. A second series of discourses is Simani Kechesim, which is a Pasuk in Shirim. And it refers to Kimat Simani Kechesim Lipcha. It refers to the film, and many of the ideas that we learned in the last chapter are based on that. Those discourses, where in tefillin, you have a few elements. You have within the boxes, you have cloth, you have the parchment upon which you have the four parshas written, the words. The boxes themselves are then closed up and black boxes, so white and black. And then you have the ritzuas, the, the, the straps, that a pihalochi can be made from the cloth, from the, from the same material that you wrote the letters on. Not necessarily that it is made, but it could be made. And there you also have the din that he's bringing here, the halacha, muk of gvil, that when you write the letters on film, same thing, of course, mezuzah and sefer teireh, Every letter has to be surrounded by cloth, by by the parchment, meaning that every letter has to be distinguishable and not attached. So that's a second series of Maimarim that the Rebbe Rashab is gleaning from. And the third is the Maimarim of Bukhukesei Chukas and Shcherani, the Shirashirim of the Alter Rebbe, which was said in the years Tovkuf Samachdalad and Tovkuf Samachay. Um, where he discusses the ideas of and basically engraved letters and written letters. I'm mentioning number one for the record, because I want you to know, even though I know we're trying to understand these pages here, but to really appreciate this, and a lot what informs me when I teach it here, is looking at the sources. The sources to study them together would take more than a day. It would take days and days. I'm telling you, if you want to look, you can look. Uh, hopefully one day you'll be at that place where you really want to look inside and study them because when you understand those mamarim, you can understand this far, far better. A lot of things that are unclear sometimes when we're learning this is unclear because when you look there, you really see the context because the Rebbe Rashab is not ro- quoting everything that's said in those mamarim. He's taking it further. So I'll sum up basically, based on all those mamarim, where we're at and how he's explaining it all. Um... So as I discussed in the previous class, 
We're talking about the interface here that the spheres offer. The interface is uh, the connection between existence and the divine. And spheres play a critical role because these are the building blocks. You can say the tools, the instruments with which, watch, with which God creates and with which we reconnect. So essentially they're like the that interface, the intermediary that connects the two realities. And the spheres themselves are made of Eris and Kalim. As I explained briefly, Eir represents the source. And Ekeli represents the, soul, the source's intention. So, to use an example, let's say, of code, programming code, any programming code, when you look at it, you'll see there's general principles that say that we're now writing a code, let's say, for a, uh, a certain type of website. And then there's specific code that tells you what that page, each page should look like. So you have... The general code is just representing the general purpose of what you want to achieve. And then you have the specifics that break it down into details. So that's essentially what Eris and Kalim do, each on their own level. Now, in discussing, ultimately, the point of the spheres is not just to give us a number which gives us the structure of existence, not just to tell a story, but to be transparent. You want to have a transparency. Just like in a relationship. The ultimate relationship is that there's no veils. There's nothing that separates between two people. They can have a complete transparent flow of communication. The same thing here, we want to have a complete transparent connection with Elokos, with the Divine. The challenge, of course, is that we are not, on our own, naturally inclined to that because of the great concealments that take place. So therefore, there's a long, extensive, and comprehensive process which we have to employ in order to climb this ladder. So all these chapters are going in climbing that ladder to the point where we're trying to understand how we reach that type of clarity and behiris, that type of brightness. So first he talked about how the kalim are the bright. But then, ultimately it comes down to how it is in the level of air. And in air itself... There's Eris as they are in the Kalim. There's the Eris as they are higher than the containers. Then there's the Eris that they're higher, Kalim, and the Eris that are higher than Atsilis. Which really is just levels, very different levels, of how this expression came to be. You know, but you could basically say the big question is this. How did from an infinite, plain, vanilla, white, transparent reality come a such a multifarious basically means a diverse existence like ours. Or to put it in more personal terms, how from a concept did it come to words and letters? How can an energy become matter? How can something that has no shape and form have take, take on shape and form? Where exactly does that happen? The briefly, the answer is that in the divine source, which is neither shape or form nor the opposite of shape, shapeless or formless, he wants both. So therefore he sends two messages where one is going to become shape and form, that's going to be containers. And one is shapeless and formless, that's going to be air. But he wants them to meet. So the air will go through a diminishing for it to be able to meet the containers. And the containers will go through a process of maturity that they won't begin being strong containers. They'll be very small seed and they'll develop and develop. And hopefully at some point they'll be able to meet and join. And then as they join, fuse till they become one and can return to the source. 
where there was which was beyond shapeless and beyond shape. You follow that? So when you talk about shapeless and shape, really that's what we're talking now. Something that's undefined and something defined. In different words, that's Aaron Kaley. In other words, the purest shapelessness is pshittas, complete shapelessness. Where do you have the purest form, the brightest form of shapelessness? You have to be completely beyond containers. So they, that's where you establish that the purest form is not container, it's not panemius akalim even, it's not area natsilis, which is already manifesting in a structure. It's not the kalim higher than natsilis, which is at the end of the day still letters, even though they're engraved letters, but they're still, in some way they darken, because in some way they are, they, they, they do conceal something. Not in their own state, as we said, they're like letters of light. So what they are is complete revealed. But compared to higher levels, there's something that they're not revealing. Now here he doesn't say it, but then in engraved letters too, when I looked in the Maimarim, the Mittler Rebbe has engraved itself two levels. He does mention it later, I think, Reish Mem Zayin, if I recall correctly. Where he talks about engraved letters, there's engraved, we just engrave a letter in a stone. And then how it was in the Luchas, it was through and through. And that's even in letters itself, even a higher level. Because through and through, as, as the, as the Mitla Rebbe says, and the Rebbe Rashab explains in Samarvov and Etter in a few places, through and through is lacking two things. With through and through, you can't, number one, it's not, it doesn't have an achizu, you can't even call it letters. Because the Mem and Samach, like, are by miracle. How do they, how do they stand? So it's like not even achizu. That's what he calls it. The second thing is you can't fill it up with ink. When it comes to engraved letters in stone, if it's not through and through, at the end of the day, you could fill it up. Because there's some space there. Something has been done. And through and through, you can't do anything. What are you going to do? Right, right. So it's considered to be even... So I think of Reish Mem Zayin... Yeah, right. Yeah, chapter Reish Mem Zayin. It means like this, if it's a bright stone, think of, let's say, it's a diamond, and you engrave a letter in it. In the place where the letter is, it's not going to be as bright as outside of the letter. That's what it means. No, either way. Boil it, for sure. Boil it means you have to add something. But Isn't it? Yeah, but either way. Either way, the fact there's a letter, that alone is telling you it's revealing something else. So however you twist it, it has to be something different than the stone, because that's why it's a letter, or else you wouldn't see a letter. Point is, all these are physical examples. When you look at the Kutateta, for example, you see the Alter Rebbe Mamish says these words. He says, though we can't really envision something that is letters within something else, but we have an example in Eishi Sachkik. It's only examples. All these are examples. So don't think of it in physical terms. It's an, it's an example of teaching us, this is what Chassidus really is at its best. It's teaching you how to think differently. Usually we think of things in one way. Someone say to you, letters? Oh yeah, I know what letters are. And Chassidus right here, you see right here, we already have four le- levels of letters. There's letters on ink on paper. There's letters that are engraved. There's letters, like I said, through and through. There's the concept of letters. So the point is, it's teaching us how to take a reality we know and right away making it more sublime. That's already a more ruchnizdik state of being. That's the whole point. So besides Aveda of actually refining the world, the fact that we are able to relate to something ruchniz as opposed to gashmiz, that itself is the purpose of chassidus. It's to make you a more ruchnizdik person. When you're a more ruchnizdik person, automatically, you're a more spiritual person, you're going to be a more refined person. 
Anyway, so the bottom line is that that um, that these examples are all meant to help us climb and understand things. So now, in, in the Kalim of Keser, as we learned in the previous chapter, this is going back to the beginning of the Mimer, so this Kalim of Keser is engraved, they're engraved letters. Engraved letters meaning that they're made of the same substance. Whereas in Atzillus, it's already something else, which is united. In Biyah, it's something else that's not united. Right there, you have yourself a whole bunch of levels. As I said, if you really want to appreciate it, you have to begin from the bottom. Our reality is the easiest one to relate to. In our reality, most of it is all concealed. It's Eris inside of Kalim, Kalim inside of Levushim, Levushim inside of Levushim, and how many levels? God knows. You know, it depends how dark you feel today. But one thing is for sure, there's many, many concealments. It's interesting, in Pei Degvav and Tanya, just learned it a little while ago in Chitas. So remember there's Hagar, we speaks about Klippa, and then he says, so what's Klippa? He says, Yudzfiris. He says, the Klippa is Klippa's Negan El Mazah. And with Shabahem Alubish Yudzfiris is the Asiya. Shabahem Alubish Yudzfiris is the Asiya. Shabahem Alubish Yudzfiris is the Briya. Shabahem Alubish Yudzfiris is the Atsilis. Al-Tarebbe literally spells it out. That's the picture. So envision it like we have a, a, a spark that's covered up, not just by a container, but by many containers. By then garments. And then there's throw in a few veils and shrouds and curtains and cloaks. So what do you have left? You come in to this world, I have no clue, I can't see anything. Yeah, you can't see no God. It's all concealed. But it's not airtight. Hope is not lost because we can open, we can start taking off garments. It's not stripping it, so to speak. You do that, number one, with your mind. By understanding. Just like, for example, if you use it psychologically speaking, someone comes to you and they tell, share with you an issue, problem. So you can look at it at the surface level. My problem is, I'm not getting along with my wife. Or my problem is, I'm having an issue, can't find a job. Or I don't know what my purpose in life is, whatever it is. So that's the, tips of the tip, tip of the iceberg. That's just the, what you, that's the symptom. What's the cause? The cause is you need to un- unveil, you need to unclothe it and get rid of the veils to see what is the root of it. And the root is much far more complicated than the symptoms. So essentially, the Chassidus teaches you how to unveil it and start realizing these deeper things. But you have to be, as I always say, the first prerequisite is Hashem. If it's all about you, you're not going anywhere. Chassidus cannot be understood by someone who thinks only about himself. Because it's antithetical. You can learn Gemara and be a very selfish person. You can look at this and be selfish, you'll never get one word of it. Because the whole point of it is not to be you. So if it's all about you, there's no way you're going deeper. Why should you go deeper? You're comfortable here. So it forces you to have to go beyond how you see it and see it in a new way. That's the difficulty for many people because they can't, especially as adults, give up. They can't let go of the way they do things. That's their habit. That is the biggest trap to any growth and definitely to learning this and understanding it. So yeah, you can do mitzvahs because you grew up with it, culture, whatever, you feel you have to do it, so you do it. But if you want to talk about refining thinking different, how could you think different if you're thinking what you're thinking now? Thinking different means that you're open to thinking different. If you're not open to it, you're not going to think different. So basically, so we're climbing here and we're getting to the point where a svira is now no longer, he's not even talking about containers anymore. Now he's talking about pure brightness. But then the question that was asked was, what do you mean prove brightness? How could they, so what is this? Like he's the question, 
What kind of megala? So to understand that, you have to go the other way. You see, by us, the word gili means something is concealed, and you're revealing it. So from the perspective of Caleb, it's very beautiful what he said till now. We live in a concealed world, and now you're revealing to us, okay, great, we're getting to hear the secrets, what's going on behind the scenes. So we hear that there's Atzillus, we hear there's Eris and Atzillus, we hear there's Kayecha Gvul, great, Kayecha Bligvul. But now that we've reached already to the place of the Kayecha Bligvul, that's where the real Eris is, the real clarity, as I said. What's least, with least veils, with least concealments, is the actual divine, infinite energy. What's the gili there? Who, who are you being Megala for? You're in, you're in the state of gili there. The whole thing is, is gili. Right? That's the question. So again, if you said it's talking about containers, and you say oh, containers conceal, now I've discovered that containers also reveal, not like garments. Great. Yaakov reveals, lover wants to conceal. But now that you're talking, you're already there in the level of, of, of revelation. There's no more, Kalim, what's, what, what's, what's, what's Gili? What kind of Shaykh Gili there? And here you have to turn the whole thing upside down. Here it goes the other way around. You know what's Gili? Because Etzem is higher than Gili. Till now we were talking about lower than Gili. Concealment, yes, yeah, so it's a great achievement that you have a little revelation. Now you're talking the other way around, that the Etzem is built in Mizgala, basically. The Etzem is beyond revelation. So the mere fact that he's being that there's a state of revelation is itself a chiddush. What's that? That's the lavush that God needs to do something to reveal Himself because He's fundamentally beyond revelation, just like He's beyond concealment. This is the key shift, in, uh, and He moves over from keli to So from keli, you're going in perspective. Okay, I'm a recipient. I'm a student. I don't know so much. And the teacher teaches, teaches more and more and more and more. Okay, I've reached a point of absolute clarity. But now in the state of clarity. Someone say, okay, what's left? That's it, I'm here. What do you, what do you, what, what's our gili? What's, why do you need to say behirus? The answer is because not, you're not here. You, you know where you reached? You reached to the state of a reflection. Because the core essence is beyond revelation altogether. Like he said here in the last uh, few chapters, in this chapter and the last. So here comes Heid Vahadad, that the whole thing is a levush. Because etzem is bechal not chayach to gili. Beyond gili. So now, and everyone, I mean, I've said it twice already, but do you understand what we're talking about here? It's critical to understand the shift here. So we're not talking about from concealed to revealed. We're talking now from etzem, a core that's beyond revealed, and bringing it into revelation. Here, gili is actually a yirida. For us, gili is a aliyah. For atzmus, gili is a yirida, so to speak. But isn't, is this above sefiris? This is no. This is the first place where spheres, the gili. See, for us spheres, reveal in a dark world, we're starting to get some revelation. For spheres, lamaila is what God uses to reveal His core, which is beyond. Because it all started at spheres, was what was lost in fire. That's why. That's so. That's where we're going to now. But you see, this is the climb. That's why in the beginning, his question all the way in the beginning, Pedik Pei Gimel eighty three, which we're now going to answer this chapter, was that question: How there's spheres in Eir in Eir Habligvul? We understand Eir Habligvul. There's spheres because they create a structure, and then we climb and we reveal. But in Eir Habligvul, where's the spheres? So we're going to learn that Eir Habligvul. The mere fact that it's Eir is already means that it's a sphere. So the meaning of Sfira now is not Sfira as in Chochmah Bina. Sfira means revelation. It's just Gili. It's revealed. That's what, that's what the real meaning of Sfira Behirus. Sfira number, you're already talking a structure. Number. 
Story is in something in between. You're telling a story. Now we're coming to a point of the purest form of spirit. The mere fact that something is revealed is already a, a major, major thing. And he says that there's essence Okay, one second. We didn't finish. He's going to learn. We're going to learn this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly right. That's going to be the question, obviously. It's going to be two elements. You're going to see the Sweetest Saint Cats and the Sweetest Essence. It's all, it's all. Remember, at the end of the day, it's an interface. So now, let's go back to, I just wanted to give this overview because it's critical to really appreciate this whole shift here. So, Hoyd v'hadr was a whole explanation that Hoyd and Hadr are both a lavush. Hoyd is the etzim ha-melech, the king of the majesty as he's on his own, doesn't need anyone. Back to the few chapters back, yeah. Um, and then, there's Hadr. And that's that's the melech as he's expressed, as he's recognized. The details. Not details, but the details as his majesty is revealed. And there's something is added. Because if the king is has a majesty on his own, why is the din What do you need people for? Clearly something is added. Not that it necessarily adds in him, but we said, number one, it crowns him. And then he gets the higher malchus. Or he has it already in there, but it's concealed and it's revealed afterwards. However you explain it, the bottom line is, there is now, we see, that the king on his own is be'etzim re'imamus, he's beyond it all. Hadr is that revelation. Now, these are the two levels of keser. Even Hadr, even Hayd is, is, is not atzimus. Yeah, in a way you could. I think he used the he used somewhere on the Hashem Didn't he use it somewhere? When the people coronate the king, it does does affect him in a way. Okay, there's in the Moshel, but in the Nimshel it's different. In the Nimshel, it affects him because God wants to be revealed. So there's a there's a in the moral. That's what it is. He wants to be revealed. The main answer with affecting God is that everything is, happens in Eir. Because Atmos is not affected because it's like Eir does not affect the Moir. But that's a different discussion. I don't want to go there right now. Now, these are the two levels of Keser. So now we've gone all the way up to Keser. Now, I just want to state this for the record again because I know it keeps confusing everybody. I saw, and I saw Befeirish, the Alter Rebbe, the Tzemach Tzedek writes it specifically. When we say Keser, he says Keser includes everything all elements insof, including lifniat simtsum. Kesser is a, a name here that includes everything, all the levels. So we're not talking about all the levels. What does this mean? It means specifically in the microcosm, Kesser Vatsilis is what in the macrocosm is the Eire Insof Lifniat Simpson. That's in general the picture. But he does say specifically when we say Kesser here, we're talking about everything. is talking about the whole higher in other words, Atzilus is representing here existence, and Kesser is representing beyond existence. Um, not that Kesser of Atzilus is Lifniat Simtum, it's not Lifniat Simtum, but when you speak about it in these terms, you're talking about all the levels as they emerge. But then they're explained in more detail, you get, you can speak oh, about it. No, it doesn't say. No, Atik. Uh, it depends what you talk. Microcosm, macrocosm. There's no, huh? What's a macrocosm, macrocosm? Atik in the microcosm is not for the simsum. There is kein atik. There's a similar right level like atik 
That's at the beginning of the Kav, that's what it says. But that's a separate... Generally, now Pneumius Atik is talking about, as I said, Kesser. Now we're talking about all the levels. Everything above Atzillus is included in Kesser. Pneumius Atik is the highest. Chutzenius Atik is the lower. But right now we're saying that so in Atik itself, in, in Kesser itself, which is the crown, which is the king, Choyd is Atik and Hodar is Arich. One is removed. It's all beyond the structure, I because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're talking about earlier now. We're not talking about containers. So here goes like this. So here we spoke about. So we spoke about two levels here. I'm just summing up this this last chapter because it was a dense chapter, but I'll sum it up here. Okay. So it goes like this. Hoid v'hadar levashta. We say hoid v'hadar levashta. You've you've gar- you've dressed yourself and clothed yourself in hoid and hadar. So etzem is beyond both. What's the difference? Hadar. Let's start with hadar. Hadar is the revelation of the Malchus. Like we said before, when the nation gathers together, the nation is crowning. What does this mean? That means that we are able to relate to God and praise Him, but in a form of shlila, by negating. <coughs> Thank you. But Pnimis HaKesu, you can't even negate. He said, this is what Mashiach will reveal, Hayd v'hadar. Tashvalov, what did you say? Tashvalov, because Mashiach is primius atik, but he will reveal it. Okay. So both of them are lavush, because even Iron Sof, even atik, or in other words, etzim air, is also lavush, because compared to the etzim, everything is a, is is a, is a garment. The difference between Atik and Arach here, and he gave the example of the of the of the sun. The light of the sun does not tell you about the actual sun. It tells you that the sun has light, but it doesn't. It's not, it's not at all a taste of the actual body, the ball of the sun. So the same thing, of even the highest level, that reveals it, but it's not the etzim itself. The difference is Atik reveals the etzem, and compared to lower levels, it's etzem air. It's a core type of energy. And Hodar is a garment to the garment, so to speak. The way he put it was like this. Ah. So air in the level of air atzmid etik in its own level is compared to the etzem compared to the core it's only a garment but compared to air to every type of revelation it's a very core type of energy. When you talk about Hodr, on the other hand, even in Eir, it's not an Atzmi. It's only the expression of the energy itself. So really what we're talking is like this. The Etzem is beyond expression. Compared to that, everything is a Levush. In once it's expression, there's also a core expression, which is the king as he is in his own majesty without anyone. And how he expresses himself, or how it's revealed, 
that's hodr already. That is the true garment. So let's put it this way. Um, I'm sorry? Compared to the etzem, it's uh, it's it's just, it's another level. It's a revel- it's not the etzem. It's not the core. Um, think of it like this. Yeah, it's a levush that is. Um, it's meant for other. Is that the whole? It's just uh, No, 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 no. It's uh, it, it's uh, to use the best example maybe is like this. We have the soul. The soul is a core energy. Let's call that the etzem. Then there's the soul as it manifests in faculties. And that would not be a good example. No. The soul, then the soul manifests in Kechis Atzmim, which means the soul is Nesa, carries in it the power of wisdom, the power of Chesed, of love, and so on. And then there's how they're expressed to somebody else. Well, let's say not even to someone else. How they become actually the power of wisdom. So there's a way the soul, there's the soul how it carries these powers, and then there's the soul expressing these powers. Yeah. So the soul itself is beyond. The first level of Levush, the first level of Levush is the soul's uh, expression, just the mere fact that it has faculties on a core level. And then there's how those faculties start becoming revealed. Um, Did you understand my example? Hmm? It would be something like this. There's the sun. Then the sun has the power to give off light. But the light has not yet left the sun. In the sun there is the power to give light. You have to say that. As that light is in the sun, you don't yet see light. We don't see light. But it's no longer the sun itself. It's the sun's power to give off light. And then the sun begins to shine. That would be the three examples. The etzem, beyond the whole thing. It's power of giving off light, but it's not yet etzem ha'er. So compared to the sun, it's, uh, it's, it's a lavush, it's a garment. But compared to light itself, it's the deepest light you can get. And it has whatever can be revealed, will be revealed on that level. And then there's the light, hadar, is the light the king is expressing to the, to the world. Okay, fine. But then, but then there's the core. But then there's the core facing up. Where is it facing up? To the core, to the etzim. That's the third level. That's what I'm talking about. The etzim is now. I'm just speaking about the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Now came the second half of the chapter, where it got a little more dense. I'm going to read it again because I want it for myself and I think it's worthwhile. Middle of the page. So now that we've established that the etzem is beyond heid and hodr. And atik is heid. Arich is hodr. And now the interesting thing is that the light that comes out of the sun is a garment to the light that's inside the sun. 
all revealing the core which is beyond both. So it's like a garment to a garment, so to speak. In that type of expression. And therefore the main primary place of Srida from the word Behiris, meaning brightness, where is it? It's higher than Atzillus. Where is real Behiris now? And also explains what means brightness. Why is there brightness? Because the core is beyond it. So where is the real state of brightness, the f- purest form of, uh, of revelation? Is the Eid HaBligvul. Because so the Gilim and Eid Mamish. Everything that could be revealed from the core is now is, comes in a, re- in a revealed form here. Lower levels, you can't make such a statement. In the core, in the energy, as it is in its core, etzema'e, it has a big quality. It, it, it is the domain, the purest form of revealing the first place that we call something called gilu is etzema'er. So therefore, it's undiluted. It has no veils, it has nothing. Whatever will be revealed is going to be revealed from this level. To think of it this way. Atmos, willed revelation, and that will of revelation is called etzema'er, that's the place where everything... All revelation will come from there. Everything is going to come from there. Once you talk about Hadar, once you talk about areas that goes lower levels, it's still air. But now it's, you can't say it's revealing everything. Remember we spoke about Eishri Sachkike. What did we say? What was the chsar, What's the downside of, the, of, of engraved letters? He said it before in chapter 121. That downside is you have letters. As soon as you have letters, you're already saying it's not pure energy. You're saying Anoichi, Hashem, Elekecha, Find the letters of light. They're letters that are made of the same substance. But the bottom line is they're defined. So yes, compared to lower levels, to written letters, where you have an additional ink, or compared to uh, other levels, obviously it's a very powerful high level. But at the end of the day, it's still letters, and there's still some type of shape and darkness there. By the way, even letters that are through and through are not as pure as the stone itself. Remember, the stone here is the pure white light. That's why you have to look at the stone here. The pure white light before it has any type of shape and form. This is Gilih Etzim. Gilih Etzim. No, the Etzim is beyond revelation. This is, think of it as white light. It's light. So the first step that came out of Atmos is that he, he basically have a, a blank canvas. Without a blank canvas, you have nothing coming. That's how that's that's er atzmi. That's atik. The highest levels. That's er That's er On this canvas now, you have now a revelation, not letters yet, a revelation that is now can be capable for others to be able to relate to. That's hot. That's hotter. That's arich. You're still talking air, but now it's an air that others can relate to. Think of it like this: maybe a canvas, huh? No, I would not say that at all. No, 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 no. I would say another state of uh, one is just a. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example. Stone. What is it, Lifnat? Is this? 
Remember, so Tehiri law itself is the, is is hot is hot is arich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say it's like this. I think the artist's will to want to create a piece of art. So it's the canvas is the way it's in God's envisioning a canvas, but he's like the melech for himself. And hader is where it actually becomes a a state of white light, where now you can put something there. A physical canvas for sure not. It, it can't say it's a canvas. It's the concept of a canvas. But the, I would say it's not even a canvas. What it is, it, I'll tell you what it is. It's the etzem has now expressed himself. Once it began, a world of expression has begun. It's called the world, world of revelation. That's even before that. No, no, even Bereish, he said, was, was not the... No, no, Bereish is, is, is still lower level. We're talking about pure Eire and Sof now, as, as pure as it gets. Eir Atzmi. There's, there's no other two levels that come after that. No, that's Akedem Alei Sadotz, and that's Hodr, I would say. <coughs> Based on the previous discussions. Depends which level you're talking. There's a lot of levels. Generally speaking, what he says is, what we learned earlier is, there's this air. after this air, there's a level where he is Akedem Alei Sadotz. That's Bereish yeah, the, the That's like Hodr here, Arich. Where he now has no Kalim yet. There's no Kalim. That's no, no. I'm telling you, he said, said clearly, Eir Atzmi is beyond is beyond Beresh from Rosh Hashanah. You can't even call it Beresh. It's a step down. It's a step down from Atzmos. What's that? Then comes the next level. Will become a level where will become the place where the Rotsen will arise. I mean, you go back. I think it's Peder Chov Zayin. You call it Rotson, but it's beyond Rotson. God doesn't need a Rotson to have Rotson. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it's the, uh, before he created the idea of Rotson. Mm-hmm. some sort of will. Well, no, no, no. It's all by will. It all comes from will. Whether there's a level called will, that's one question. And if there's a level that says what he wants. Remember, as soon as there's a desire, you don't say Rotson even. You say desire. Atzmus desires. Yeah, that's there's nothing higher than that. Well, there's Atmos is higher than that. That's interchangeable. Uh, I don't know. That, that's, that's somewhere you're saying it. Not mamish. Uh, it's not exactly. I wouldn't say interchangeable. There's a desire and then there's a will. No, you see, Nesava is the expression used because it's the closest example we have in our lives. It's a muscle. Obviously, God is no taiva. A muscle for us to understand something that's beyond any expression and reason is a taiva. If a taiva can stuck in kasha. But so, there's so, expression, just We're trying to understand atmos here? We're trying to understand that we don't understand it. No, we don't, Ratsman, you're not going to get it, that's what I can tell you. Happens after this, he had this, is this a mathematical question or a, or a, a, a Havana question? You want to know what, mathematically where it fits? No, Ratsman, no, Ratsman, Ratsman, stick Ratsman wherever you like to stick no, it, wherever it works. You're saying Ratsman's afterwards. If we had the Ratsman, you, do you understand the concept of built as nimta? Let's start with that. If you don't understand that, there's nowhere to go here. God is an existence not unlike any existence we can relate to. We only have a, a little taste of it in our own reality because God created us. But we cannot relate to built Mitzis Nimtza. Can you understand the concept, for example, that something is there and not there at the same time? No. Okay, so there you go. So you're dealing with a reality that is not bound by any rules. Anything you use is already created. Use the word Ratzon. That's us using words. 
So as soon as you're using words, you're using something that was created. That means there's something before those words. Right. What do you mean right? So then why, why are you trying to apply those words on things that before they words existed? Right now, What's a, don't tell me right and then tell me we, not right. No, what are we doing now? We close the book. We're trying to apply words. We're applying words. Try to well, no. Closer no, to no, 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 the answer is we're only talking after God gave us words. We're not talking before that. And before that you can't talk. Exactly what I'm saying. So you're trying to understand how did God... Make Ratzon before there was the concept of Ratzon. I don't really know. He just can do it. He can do anything he wants to do. There's no way, way to explain it. You cannot apply the word Ratzon on God because Ratzon is a creation of God. That means that the God preceded Ratzon. So you're saying to me, so how did God get from God to wanting something? You know, that's what I told you. You don't know. He has the ability to create the thing called Ratzon. He doesn't need Ratzon to create Ratzon. Who says he needs anything? Who's, who? All the rules that you apply don't fit there. That's what I'm saying. What we're talking about is after we've get, we're given the picture. But it's clear that we come to a point to understand that if the reality is completely like, not, like, not like us, there's not one thing you can find that's similar between us and God. Not, wisdom for sure doesn't exist there. Logic doesn't exist. Even the word desire doesn't. Even the sava is just a word that we use because we have no other words to use. So the closest thing we can get to saying, in kashas, you say in the sava. Yeah, but, but but if you think God's taiva is like our taiva, that's with Chazal Shalom. But we, we can still relate to that. Uh, no, you can relate to something that's not like, like I said, Shlila. But then he comes up and he said, even Shlila doesn't get grasp it. That's for those who have did it. Do first days of Shlut. What are we trying to do right now? Trying to relate to Atmos itself? You can trust me, you're not going to relate to Atmos yourself. If you don't go through these levels, you're not even going to come close. Through these levels, God said, I've empowered, you go through my levels that I'm giving you, you'll understand me. Did you really realize that you can't relate to Atmos? There's nothing wrong with it. It's actually the greatest revelation. For me, the biggest Tatskola I ever came to was not relating to Atmos. To me, that was the deepest thing I've ever come to. Because you come to realize that who says understanding is a virtue? Since when is understanding such a virtue? That's the th- this question. When you understand that, you'll be in good shape. I'm not, I'm not saying we shouldn't understand, but you come to understand that understanding is just one tool in the chest. Then you realize what the chest is like. It's bigger than understanding. Right. But the only way to go there, you see, look, we are, we are creatures of structure and of habit. And that for sure is not going to get you very far. That'll get you as far as you know a habit can get you. If you want to go anywhere, you got to get rid of at least shed some of that. Well, then you start learning chassidus. What happens is chassidus starts giving you a taste of air of keli. Exactly what we're doing here. The more frustrated you are, the more you rest assured you're on the right path. If you if you're very calm with this and it's all very nice. Rest assured you're off track. I can tell you that right now. The more frustration, the better it is. Around chassidus. I'm not talking about frustration in other areas of your life. So the, so bottom line is you have to realize that this is sh- shaking up a, str- a, a way we think and a way we do things. And until you and the more uncomfortable you are, the better it is. That's why I think you're on the right track because you're always uncomfortable with these ideas. That's how it is. Because what you're dealing is, you know what's happening here? The tension between your logical structures of yesterday are com- being confronted by a whole different structure that's beyond your logic. And they're crashing against each other. And there's no way. 
If you're not, if you're comfortable, that means you're either not getting it, or you're distorting it, and so on. I don't know what the word sense means. Tell me what sense means. It makes sense. Well, I think I listen. It makes more sense to be going and making money. Some people will say instead of sitting here two hours in the morning and learning this. I mean, what do you mean makes sense? Depends whose sense. The Elam has a sense. You know, people are preparing for nittel now. Out of nittel. Preparing how? Like you know, uh, you know, I mean, preparing for nittel. Like no. Like 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 what he said. I'm, I'm, I still didn't finish doing nothing. You know, like the guy said. You know the mice. Told his wife. She said, "You said you said yesterday you're not doing anything." He says, "I didn't finish." <laughs> yes, it makes total sense. It's unbelievably gishmak and unbelievably enlightening. I'm just saying that as you climb it, what you're really doing is you want, you need to challenge your preconceptions. That's why, for example, even imagining something higher than time and space. Can you tell me how you do that? We learned clearly. He says it's impossible for a creature of time and space to imagine something that's beyond time and space. Yeah. So how do we imagine something beyond time and space? The fact is we still could. We could because we have a neshama and we were given tools. If we were just a stone, we probably couldn't. But because we have a mind, a chachma, that can go and has powers that come from things that are higher than time and space, so we have like an alien from a higher than time and space that can inform us a little about it. But naturally, a creature of time and space shouldn't be able to go there. And it's a big, big challenge. Even with what I just said, it's not so easy. Because we always fit it into something of what, that, some example. That's why Chassidus, the beauty of Masholim Chassidus, when the Alter Rebbe started giving examples, the Rebbe explains, I think in Kuntusnion Shotei Chassidus, an example is not just an example to help us understand it. Example is telling us, here's a Gashmizdika thing that was created in order to reveal to you a Lakus that you can't relate to directly. A Moshal is actually the goof of the Nisham of the idea that it's a Moshal too. That's an unbelievable concept. So when we look at, like, example, letters engraved letters, or letters on parchment. They, they, it was created. Why do you have such an example? To give you a taste of divine. But you couldn't taste it on your own. So we need something. Here's, here's an example. Why did they, why make, why they wish to make life so complicated? Why do we have to have an unconscious and a conscious? And we have to have a mind, and the mind has to work, and then it comes into letters. You know, as a writer, I can tell you, it's hard to write, it's hard to communicate, it's hard to express it, and so on and so forth. Why? Because he's giving us, we are walking examples of how the sublime divine becomes a structured existence. When you conceive of an idea, and then you flesh it out, and and you build a company, business based on it, you have an example of Bria. Not example, but uh, not exactly. But what you've taken is a sublime state, and it's come to a tangible state. From Etzem has come through Eir, through Keli. So the point I'm making here is, that, so, so what do we have is like this. Let's go back to this. So where is the pure... So etzem itself is beyond revelation. But remember, because air is me'in ha'moyer and is bottled to the moyer, it can reveal to us what the moyer is like. Even though it's not the same of the same substance. That's the paradox. Sunlight is not like the sun. They're not, you can study sunlight all day. You can bottle it and study it under a microscope and will not tell you what the sun is like. It will tell you that the sun gives off this light, and the sun has light in it. But all the elements of the sun, hydrogen and oxygen and all the forces, a sun is a whole ball, it's a whole entity of its own, it's a goof. Right? Just like this light bulb gives off light right now, what do we know about the light bulb from the light? All you know is that the light bulb can emanate light. Then take the light bulb, put it right here and crack crack it. 
You'll, you'll find all kinds of filaments and stuff in it. You, you have no idea that the light, the light never would reveal what the light bulb is like. Light bulb is a whole entity. It's an entity that emanates, emits light, which tells you that, it, that one aspect it tells you, it gives off light. Eirein Sof, in its fundamental core, what it does is it tells you that the source can reveal. That's good. But more than that, it can tell you everything the source can reveal because it's a revelation force. Later we're going to learn that because there's also a yesh, and God did other things that he created, not just Eir, so Eir can reveal to us also the power of Atmos to create a yesh. So it teaches us about Mitzvah and Atmosay. In other words, the real core essence of the divine that's beyond revelation is actually revealed, you know where? When God is concealed. Because light can't conceal. So the fact that light can be concealed has to tell you that Atmos is not bound by light. I'm just giving you an example how a light itself reveals things that light itself doesn't have. Right? Because suddenly there's concealment. How could there be concealment? Light is a revealer. Then you see a yesh. Light is not a yesh. Light is completely bottled to the source. So where did the yesh come from? So in other words, suddenly light is revealing to you. Like I said yesterday, imagine sunlight shines and after five minutes uh, a human being is born out of the sunlight. You'd say, one second, what kind of sun is this? It's not just a sun that gives off light. This sun has something in it that's far beyond light. That's exactly what, what happens in our reality. Revelation we know we have. We know that God can reveal. Because we see revelation. But suddenly you see a yesh. Like he says in the Gersh, a yesh that you feel that we don't have a source. You say, one second, light can't reveal something that has no source. Light itself is constantly revealing to me there's a source. That's with Alter Rebbe's Chiddush, one of the last things that he said before he passed away, wrote it before he passed away. So you have to say that the yesh is telling you that there's an atmos that himself has no source. Because, so, so in other words, because there are other things that God put it, planted into existence, not just light, we can learn about Atmos much more than we can, than light itself would reveal to us. But that's a, for a discussion, not for now. That's not this mime, that's not this mime here. That's discussed. I'm just saying it for the record. So now let's go back here. But what is Behirus? Now, the pure, purest, purest form of clarity is not clarity relative to the concealment of this world. It's the, the actual existence of clarity. God willed, or God is revealing himself. The etzem, the etzem has decided to reveal. I don't want to use the word rotsen, I don't want to use the word nasav, I don't want to say anything. I will just say the etzem has expressed himself. That word called expression is called gili, that's called er. In its purest form, it's er atzmi, er before anything. In its next state, it becomes a white light, which will ultimately be a place where letters will begin to be able to be formed. So there's, huh? well, let's put it this way. In the levels, if I recall correctly, and I have to go back to Peter of Zion, if I recall correctly, there's Atmos, there's definitely Eid Akol, I'm not going to Eid Akol, that's a whole different thing. Eid Atzmi is Kedem Aleisarotzen. That's even Kedem Kedem Aleisarotzen, no. Eid Atzmi is for sure beyond Ural. I think there's no Sphiris even there. That's a field of energy. That's a field of energy. One second. But then there's a field of energy with the sphere of Saint Ketz. What do you mean later? That's what I'm talking about. Right. Then emerges from that, sphere of Saint Ketz. That's what I'm saying. Second is sphere of Saint Ketz, which means there's already now revelation of sphere of Saint Ketz. Sphere of Saint Ketz is Kaidim Alei Sarotzen. Before now, there's no desire. Then comes Shir Atzmi B'Kayech. In the infinite spheres, he chooses ten spheres. That's already letters. 
and er that goes in the letters. That's already the engraved letters. That's the ten spheres. The ten hidden spheres. And then comes Malchus of Yinsef and the Tzimtzum and so on. That's essentially it. So yeah, there's Atzmi. Huh? I just wondered if you can do it also in the Kabbalah letters. Tehira Law is explained in two ways. Tehira Law sometimes is the sweetest ink that, like the, the is, is like the field of energy I just said, Er Atzmi, is not even Tehira Law. You can't call that anything. It's basically Gili. That's the Musig of Gili. The idea of Gili. That, that Mitzvah is built Mitzvah's name, so there's no concept of conceal and reveal. Gili means basically. The jump from Mitzis built in Mitzis Nimtza, Mitzis Nimtza. That is Etzema Er. Not even Shemai. No. I would say that's beyond anything. Then comes, uh, then comes, I would say, Tehiri Law. Depends how you touch Tehiri Law. There's two ways it's interpreted. But regardless, why? Because he's referring to it. Like he's saying here, like, I'm going, one second. Uh, I'm, let's read it inside. Can I just see something a page of Zayin? Let me just not jump. I think it was Chav Zayin. Am I correct? Oh, Okay, we think we said placed or. Look at a child. <laughs> yeah, this is a pay tezayin and pay the chav zayin. This is the same beginning of the year. So this is all about the question. Okay, I'll look at it more a little later. Pedetazain also. So he says in Pedetazain. Relevant to Chavzayin because remember we talked about Konof Min Konof, like Tzitzis. Tzitzis are made of the same material as the corner, as the as the garment, but it has to be separate from. So it's Min it's 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 Min Konof, not the Konof Atzmei. Konof, not Min Konof. I'm sorry, Min Konof, not Konof. So he said that's that's Eir Hagvul because it's still Eir. Whereas, for example, Shoshi Hakelim, the Kalim themselves, and Bchinis Asius Levad. Yeah, it's very relevant, by the way, Peter Chovzayin, to what we're learning now. Good. 
okay, let's continue here. So let me just read this inside. Let me continue reading it. So what do we have? Because the behiris, here we go. Um, where are we? Shadi, where are we going? The call Mashiach. Is that? Is that? Where are we? We can answer something. Sorry. This is the level of Er Boyer, the Attic, of Attic, as we said, the higher level. That radiates and is revealed through Arechampin. So that's Hoyden Hodar. So essentially... Yeah. Well, the Fizei Yeshlema now comes the key thing. Yeah, Fizei Yeshlema, Pirish Dalad, B'Shem Sefira. According to this, we can explain the fourth meaning in the word Sefira, Loshan Sefer. Book. Can we ask Sefer tell this? Sefer Habris. This is, by the way, taken straight from the Tzamech Tzedek, like I said before. In that same Maimah where he brings all the interpretations. Dihini, Mishnah Beis, Perek Beis, the Megillah Isa. The Gemara Megillah, the Mishnah Megillah says, "Ache tehek suva ashuris ala sefer." He's talking about how to write a sefer teder. The point to the has to be written like a letter ashuris. Ashuris means the, re- the way the letters are written in a sefer teder, not as ksav ivris, which is the way we write it. Let's say in ksav ivonis. Yeah, mavur the pirus sefer haynu klaf. So Sefer, when it says the Gemara, Allah Sefer, it doesn't mean a book. It means Sefer means on a on a on a parchment, on a Sefer. For Indian, the Indian, this is Dini Omar. As I'll call a Shein Gvil Mukavla Medalarichusab Sula. Every letter that is not surrounded, which is a Popsaki brought before he brought this before in the beginning of chapter one twenty one. So there he brought it actually about written letters. Now you're going to see he's using an example that's even beyond engraved letters. So don't, don't confuse the two. There it was written on ink on, on, on parchment is different than engraved letters. Now he's using the example for a letter for the level. We're talking about a level that's beyond letters. So let's see what he's talking about here. So any letter that's written... And it's not, not surrounded by the gvil, by the section of the parchment. From all four sides is invalid. Has sha'ikira klaf. What do we learn from this? 
that the main thing here is the parchment. It's not the letters, but the parchment. He's going to explain that the letters come from the parchment, not the parchment is just a uh, it's just a incidental there's backdrop for the letters. There's another way of thinking. It's yeah. Thinking out of the box, right? The, right. Exactly. Exactly. Black is the letter. Yeah. So usually the din you'd learn why is that because you want to have clear words to see the letters clearly. If they're on top of each other and touch each other, you're not going to see them clearly. But if you really read it, what it's really saying is that you need to have cloth everywhere, basically. That these letters have to be seen all the time that they are letters in in, in a parchment. You see? So it's, it's more than just 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 a technical matter. Because the technical matter says, and what happens if I'm a good safer and I can write two letters and they are so clear as someone else and they do touch? So it's more than just a technical. It's a it's a it's a din in the in the sefer Torah. So he's going to explain now what that means. And this is taken, as I said, this is taken from the Mamorim Simani Kacheshim. Huh? What are you looking at? The whole thing is in the Malkas. What chapter? What page? So what does he say there? Yeah, but there's a few places where it's discussed, not the only place. This one? Okay. Oh, that whole piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So for the Yeah. Okay, I'm going to look it up, and I will, the, the levels will be clear. This is, is pretty consistent usually. These things. Okay, so now we're going like this. So now we have cloth. Now here we got yesterday some things here. Very. I, I, I tried to look it up, and I couldn't find it. It's more detailed here than anywhere. Because the ink, all it does is darken the cloth. But the main letter is from the. From the parchment. The only thing is that through the ink, the letters are revealed from the parchment. Yeah, it's pretty strong. But what I saw in the middle of the or I forgot where I saw it. I saw it actually in Samach Tzedek. He writes, he says something like this. Yeah, he says a few. He explains it a little differently than not differently. Uses different words, which I think is makes it a little easier to understand. Because I'm not sure what this meant. I mean. We put the ink, you put the ink on the parchment. So it's true, yeah, if you had no parchment, the ink would go nowhere. What would you do with ink? You have to have somewhere to put place it. But you'd say it's a combination. The, 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 the canvas or the parchment is the canvas, and the ink is what makes the letter. He says here, the ink the ink is just bringing out the letter from the from the cloth. I know, in the nimshal, I understand. I'm looking at the muscle. One second, one second, one second. But I want to... So we Okay. When you say shame to do, just say the Torah automatically sets, sets it up like that. What? When you say, what is this? The sub-right shame to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's, but that, but what does that do? That's not, it still not. makes it, puts the letters in. Hold on, hold on. But, but what he says, that some excited, right? Just want to say one thing. He says a word there. What does he say? He says, one second, one second. When you, for example, put ink to parchment, 
the question is, is the letter the dark space or is the letter the space around, the white space that surrounds the dark? In other words, when you're reading an Aleph, are you reading, is it the, the line and the two things or is it the shape around it? You just made a silhouette, in We're other words. We're always taught to think that the letter is the letter, but now he's saying it's So letter. it's like a silhouette almost. Basically both. It's both. You need because to be the color of those. If you did the exact opposite and you covered everything else with black ink, you'll still be able to define the letters. We started with black. No, but but I, I would say there's an example, like, and, and a great example. If you take the 35 millimeter camera, the video, the, the uh, yeah, go ahead. You know what the, the, uh, the negatives, the negatives. Right. And and if you look at it in the light, you know the whole picture is only because of the, the shaded parts, only because of the shades so you can see the picture. That's like the kalim. That's the marshal of the kalim. That's basically what he's saying. And it's not the shade that's anything. It's just showing. It's revealing the part that's. The picture's being revealed. It's, it's, because it's, of the shade. it's an excellent example. It's similar to what we learned earlier. Remember, when we learned that only white brings out the colors of everything else. So, in other words, when you put a projector with white light, and then you put, and then you put a. Uh, a Okay, when you, for example, um, you take cutout letters, and then you shine a projector through them, and you see on the wall letters of light, olive, beige, gimel. So that's that's the idea right. here. The letters are darkened, actually. Okay, good. But I'm using the same idea. But I'm, I'm, yeah, 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 yeah. But the point is that okay. The truth is, as I said, I mentioned from graphic design. Designers will tell you the key thing is the white space, not the black space on a page. Because it's not the letter itself, it's the, the balance. And there's far more white space on a page than black. So what the letters are really doing, there's actually a chkirich in, in Kabbalah, a you know, when space, when you say space, is it the space of the thing or is the thing around it? It's very easy to, to, to imagine it because sometimes they have a dark background and the letters are, are white. Yeah. Well, he's going to say this when Eish Cheir al Eish Levena. From that, you can really see that it's the background that's doing it, not the. Very few electrons. Yeah, the, the opposite. Where the black is the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so you can see from there that the actual this because it's a hollow space, like because you can imagine it. It's yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Very little matter in the. Here you can't imagine it's a hollow space. The letters like a hollow space. And the is that even though the image or the shape of the letter is only from the ink, had he built without the cloth, without the parchment that carries it and bears it, there would nothing come from the ink at all. There would be no shape. Or a picture at all, no image at all. That's why every letter that is not mukav gvil. So it's not just yeah, it's not just for clarity of the letters, but it's not mukav. It's not surrounded by the cloth. Apostle is invalid. So if that's the case, the ink just darkens the garment, the the parchment. In order for the that the parchment should reveal the letter. And the primary source of the 
letter is from the is from the parchment. I think a good example would also be how ideas are formulated. Letters. You want to express an idea, I'm saying now words are coming out of my mouth. The words are like the ink, the letters, that my mouth is shaping. You know, Al of Bey's Gimel. It's meaningless without the cloth, which is the idea upon which these letters are being engraved. So my letters are just giving shape, but the idea is what's the flow. The flow is the idea. In other words, yeah, Makshava, the thought. And the letters are the ink that are so-called channeling the thought. That's what he's really saying. In Gashmi, it's, it's, it's a little harder to envision, but it's but, but absolutely correct. Okay. It's easier to imagine if you flip the page around. The it back, shows it's easier than a marshal. <laughs> it is. I know, I said that yesterday. Okay, Vim Kain Sarach Lehmer. No, the, the background is dark, but the letters are white. You see clearly that the letters are made because of the background. One second. Then Kafani has this. So we have to say that there's letters in the cloth, that there's letters in the parchment. Also, what the ink. There's letters in the cloth, in the parchment, also what the ink does not darken. And it's revealed only on its own. This line we didn't really understand. What does this mean? There potentially, I mean, I everything. In the nimshal, I understand. In the mussel, yeah. the nimshal, fine. In the nimshal, it's very clear. You know why? Because I'll tell you why the complicated the mussel is. The mussel is fine if you know the nimshal. What's the nimshal? The nimshal is God didn't for. for you need the mussel. <laughs> no, one second, one second, Hold on a second. You need the mussel because we need to be mevara the world. We need to find the world. But here's what I want to say. No. Remember before I said that till this mimer, he was talking primarily from the bottom up. The bottom up, we live in a concealed world. We need revelation. So containers reveal more, 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 more. But once you get into the world of revelation, what's the revelation there? The answer is because the etzim is higher. Remember, letters is a superimposed reality. What comes first is white light. So everything, all the letters are going to, that's, that's why the nimshal makes total sense. Because even Erhab Gvul comes from Erhab Ligvul. Exactly. So the first thing is why. See, in the case with white light and letters, the, 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 the white, we, we say you need to have white light, but then you need to have a film to put it from the white light. But, we, but in the Nimshal, in the moral, even the film is created from the white light. It's also coming from the same divine power. So I guess in Halacha, the reason, the actual reason Halachically, in, in here, this case, the Nimshal actually teaches us the Moshal. In halacha, the fact, the reason that you need to have every letter separate is because the first thing you need is the white light. First thing is you need the white parchment. Everything is there. Now, we have to bring out the letter. And if you made the letters, if it wasn't surrounded by cloth, it would be like almost denying God. Denying the source where the letters are coming from. That's the point. So, 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 he, by the way, by the way, he didn't say this is a mashal. He didn't, he didn't say al-derech mashal. He just said halacha. He said halacha, exactly. If this was, it fits very well once you know the idea. Yeah, you know, I understand, but I'm saying to say, but I'm saying... So the halacha, 
So that's the reason that the letter, in other words, the letter has to always know that it's a letter part of a parchment of God, basically. It would be like, imagine, here, I'm using words, and my words suddenly go off and, hi- and hijack the message. Instead of expressing the message, the idea that it was meant to be, the letters become a force of their own. All you are is part of a cloth. You're not your own entities. So next time you open your mouth and speak, remember, ask yourself the question, are you part of a cloth? Are you part of a parchment? Or you're a Yegen Kaplish Macher? No, it's an Atzmei from the cloth. What is it in Mosul? You know what it means? You know what it means? I'll tell you what it means. That even though you're seeing ten spheres on the cloth, know there's many more spheres. There's infinite spheres there. It's me. You, what do you mean you? Who are you? Who are you? Means not through you, not through your ink. It's not through your ink. Right. But only yeah. the and the and the moral of this Here we go. And the of this is The white parchment is the ultimate, the, the, the pure, as plain and shapeless as it gets. Not even it's beyond anything. What he said before Atik, in other words, hoid. Remember now we're talking not like he spoke before. Before when he's talking cloth, he was talking about letters that are added on as opposed to engraved. So th- here think of cloth as being like engraved. That's, the, that's all it's... I mean here it's, it's, it's just... He's using the same words, but here he's talking about it in the context. I think of it as engraved, not as added on. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The AC is... That's the cloth. So with the cloth, the parchment is eight and self-pashat. Shapeless energy, the field of energy, a, 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 a shapeless field of energy. Vaasius and the letters heina esus spheres shemkinus edus vikalim and the letters are the ten spheres. That's edus in kalim, energies in containers. Vamegalim esa is heina kalim. Why would it be edus? Why would it be edus and kalim? Letters would be only kalim. No, because a letter has has an idea in it. A letter has an idea in it. No, because in general, ACs, ACs, we're talking right. about ACs that right. carry ideas. So now, And what reveals the energy? That's the containers. Right. So the container is like the ink that reveals, reveals it. But where is it rooted? It's rooted in the cloth. It's rooted in the cloth. It's rooted in the parchment, in the, in the shapeless light, not in the ink. Not in the letter, so, so that's it. That's why he uses the example. What's the example? The example he's trying to say is that when you're writing, you're writing a letter, let's say you write an aleph, so you have an air, which is the energy that's going into the aleph. And then you have the actual ink, that's the container. So you could say, before he's of this explanation, that this is its own entity. No, it's all... In the cloth, it's all being made. It's all the, all the all the Kaylee really is doing is drawing out a letter from the infinite shapeless light. And this is her example: the white, the white and plain, 
parchment. Yeah, yeah. Shenesa v'sevul ha'asius that carries and. Uh, no, we said sevul means bears, the letters. Now he says al derech marshal. That's a klavla shenesa v'sevul ha'asius. Think of it like this. You want to hear? Here's a good visualization, if you like. I said yesterday with the projector. Yeah. Imagine that someone comes to you with a film with letters, but you have no projector. So what are you going to have? You're going to have... You can't see it. You can't see anything. Imagine God wants a world of structure... But he never created Gili. So we'd have an existence. We'd have stones and we'd have minerals and vegetables and animals and man. But we'd be like, it's like just pieces out there in the dark. Like a film that has no projector. Like sitting in the dark, basically. So you'd never have, really know the distinction between one thing and the next. The cloth is light. Metaphorically speaking, yeah. There's no distinction between the dark. Yeah, because it would all be in the dark. We wouldn't. It would all be dark. Dark means godliness. No, no, dark physically dark. Like I said, someone gives you a film and you have no projector. You can't know what's on the film. So basically, the creation of cloth, the lavush that God puts on, puts on a garment of light. So He's creating a canvas, which is really a projector of white light, and now. Any letters, any details that he wants will emerge from it. But they all come from yeah. the light. Yeah. Well, even the ink comes from the light and truth. But here, the Shere Shakelim obviously are a different route. So, bottom line is, yeah. Okay. Remember, we spoke about without white, only white color, only clear white is a backdrop that brings out everything Kamoishahu. Remember we said it's Kameshuhu? Both ways. From the source, it tells you exactly the way it is because it's not coloring it. Doctor, remember there's a video on. So every sound you make is recorded forever. Um, so that's one thing. And it also brings out the best co- the color, the true color of anything you put on white. So remember we spoke that if you took away Govan Lovan, if you only had red, blue, green, and so on, you'd have God would create a colored world. But you wouldn't be able to see things for what they really are. Because there'd be no backdrop of pure white light. So the Ed Habligvul is like a backdrop that gives you like a standard almost. First of all, it reveals the source the way it is without any colors. It's pure brightness. It doesn't have any... Even God's interest that he wants to have, let's say, Atzillus. Is already a color. It's called Atzillus. It's not Bria. Here you have completely that doesn't have any spheres in it. It's pure, pure. And that in turn allows it to then also be a source that no matter what you do, it brings out the true color of our individuality. Because it's not a colored backdrop. So remember he said Yusad Naveda, if you remember the Yusad for the whole Inna Vaveda of the Binyan Hagdusha, remember? That was the words he used. Is what? Is that you do something for no interest at all. Because if you, as soon as you have any color, it's really not pure. 
So you need to have a backdrop, a background that is a pure white parchment. That's really the essence of it. In the Maimonim Shimani Kecheshim, he says that the Ritsuis, interestingly, are black. But they're made of the same material as the parchment. And it's higher than the letters, than the parchment. So the Ritsuis have something that makes them higher. And he says that's why the Zayah says that the Ritsuis are like engraven in your heart. Shimani Kecheshim, what's the Lashon? Shimani Kecheshim, Libcha, the. Huh? But then there's the second half. And there's something, I don't remember exactly the expression. But bottom line is, why? Because it's like an engraved element. So interestingly, you know what you have here is that the Ritsuas are made of the same cloth, so they're made of Erablikvu. It's similar to what we learned about Sitsis, Kanof and Min Kanof. That the Erablikvu is Min Kanof, but not Kanof. It's from the same material. But it's a separate entity, Gvul. So the same thing here, in a way, the Ritzus of film are like that. So the Eir HaGvul is really a piece of air. Remember he kept on saying how important it is, that Shiratme. Where does he envision, where does the artist envision this particular structure of spheres? In the infinite possibilities. Remember he said, Shiratme be'er HaGvul as Eir HaGvul. That means, Sovev is Kheil Mamala. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we learned this right now. I just want to... I'm spelling out one second. Let me just see something. A Patek. What's Patek? What are we looking for? Chavzayin? I want to see something. Chavzayin. Where's Patek Chavzayin? It's an interesting thing there. One second. That's the chapter Min Konof. But one second. But he says like this. Hmm. Okay, good. So now he goes on and says, And that's, for example, like the white parchment that carries and Bears the letters. That's like the Erein Sof carries and bears the letters that are revealed through the containers. Same thing, the gili of the revelation of the energy is from Erein Sof Baruch That's the cloth. But then he goes, However, we can, uh, the only thing is you can qualify by saying this is Er Panimi. These letters, even though what we just say, that they're rooted in the Erabligvul, but this is really how Erin Sof Shirasmi, this is Er Pnimi. As if you remember, if you remember that he said that, that according to the, this, this Hemshech, he's talking that Er also have spheres in them, also have. And that's not really Gilimin Atzim, because Er Pnimi, at the end of the day, is already has a function. Because the union of the, the defined letters or the energy, let's put it this way, now the energy okay. is, is already to, is, is in the ten hidden spheres. And for sure, 
that through the containers that the latest misgal the way it is in its pure form. What I'm saying, what did I read here? Oh, yeah, yeah, right. So he's saying like this. He's qualifying it now. He's qualifying by saying, because if this is the case, he was just speaking that the, the white parchment is Eir Abligvul, that's pure pure brightness. And then that's the parchment. The letters, what does he say, are, the spheres are Erisukalim, so even though the container reveals, but it's rooted in what? In the pure light. But what we're talking here are letters. So he's saying these letters really is revealing the pnimi. It's really internalized. It's not the pure brightness. It's one level lower. The Kolskana, for sure that through the containers, the energy is not revealed the way it is in its purest form. Omnam Kamoy Kane. Now he goes on. Nevertheless, the same thing is Basically it's the level of Arich. That's what I would say. And there's also the Erev Aposha, the shapeless light that's without containers. The Bechinah Zui, Bechinah Sefer. This is the level of Sefer. The book that he said, the Hain Bechinah Sefiris, Rebihiris, Mamash, Rebihiris, Gilim, and Etzim, Mamash. Where you have the complete brightness. There's Mamash, Gilim, and Etzim. No, Arich is the, letter, is, the letter, is the level before. The Yeshlemer. What he's qualifying and saying is the following. What's qualifying and saying the following. Remember, what do we establish? What do we establish? That there's Hoid Vahadar, right? Hoid is pure field of energy. Pure white light. Complete behirus, complete brightness, correct? You can't even access it through Shlila, through negating. That's Atik. Then comes the next level. Hadar is how it becomes defined, uh, expressed, and revealed to the nation. Hadras Melech. Hidur. Gada? That's... Uh, no, that's not Eishis yet, no. That's still Eir. That's higher than Kalim, for sure. He said that clearly. That was the whole question. Because he's not talking pure Eir. We're talking pure Eir. It's two levels in Eir. Eir Atzmi. And the air that's uh, harder from the air that's me. That's harder. That's what he said so far. One second. He said, according to this now, what did he say? The real in your spheres is air hablikvul. Okay? Atik. That is revealed through arich. So right now we're talking air. The hide is being revealed through hadar. You're not, there's no atheist said at all. No, because he's ready, he's ready to gate. He said, Eishis HaKiki even was already a lower level. Then he went over to Eir HaBlikvul. is the real Gilu is Eir HaBlikvul. But now starts another piece. It says, Apizah Yeshlemer, he says, that there's a fourth, uh, there's a fourth interpretation, Sefer. And to explain Sefer, he goes into this whole thing with the cloth. But here's a question. You go into cloth and Eishis, we just went away from Eishis. In chapter Kuf Chof Aleph, on page Reish Lamed Hay, right in the middle, he spoke, remember, Saimitzad the Kalim, the real place of Sviris is Madregas that's higher than Atsilis. Saimitzad Kalim, because we are the real Kalim are engraved letters. And he said, but that is also ultimately Pnimi. Remember, he said, Because Mamish Erev Mamish, I know Erev Shubkins, Erev Shubkins, Erev Shachin, Yaklelim Klal. And the Behiris there is just Er, that's Atik. 
Okay. So now, so now he's suddenly going back to the world of letters. That's why he has to make this qualification. So here's how it works. That's why I explained yesterday a little. I'll, I'll just say it maybe different words. So we have we have established that real pure light is beyond containers and letters. It's an era obliquable that's shapeless, has no spheres, or it doesn't say infinite, just not you know just plain shapeless. In that there are two levels. There's the core energy, the core field of energy, and the way it's revealed to the nation and to the others, so to speak. The way it's expressed and revealed in details. But not details as in spheres. Or maybe in air, but we're talking everything is air, okay? We're talking about pshittis, we're talking about shtiplus Now he's going back and say, okay, so now we understand that the third interpretation of sapir, that makes total sense. The third interpretation of clarity, of brightness, is in Eir HaBligvul. Now he says, according to this, we could say there's a fourth meaning in Sefer, it's called Sefer. Sefer is a book. What does he interpret? Sefer is a cloth. The cloth he's saying is this Eir HaBligvul. So the cloth right now, pure parchment, is clearly the ultimate clarity, Eir HaBligvul. Right? Then comes something happens in this cloth. Letters are made. Where are these letters coming from? So these letters are coming from the cloth, from the white bligvul, except there's another level that's being thrown in now. What's shaping them into letters? That's why he's saying yeshlemer, that there's another level. So there's the white there's the white cloth as it is before, which just contains all possibilities. Then there's the white cloth that is being t- shaping being shape, shaping ten spheres. So the actual shaping is being done by the containers, but it's coming from the white bligvul. That's like the Eir HaGvul is coming from the Eir HaBligvul. And as the Kalim of the Ten Hidden Spheres, that is the ink that's revealing it. But then you go back to the parchment itself. The real Sefer is the parchment that's not the root of the Ten Spheres. It's the parchment like a step before that. You follow what I'm saying? I'm trying to find the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Clearly, he's saying he started. He wants. He, he said, like says, look, Amnam kamei kenyish gilim kenyish yadim sabah parshah shleiyah yadei kelim. That's safer. So, you know what safer is? Safer is a clear parchment. Mm-hmm. I said before, a field of energy, where everything is going to happen there. But both the erhabligvul, which is pure as brightness, and then the next step will be actual writing. That's why he said that the cloth has many letters that you can't even see that are not coming. They come as galamatzma. So in other words, this white parchment has in it infinite possibilities. And then it will have another level, which is the possibility of the ten spheres, which is also rooted from the cloth. I don't, I don't want to use what you do. He doesn't say Yechelis. Why are you sticking Yechelis there? Yechelis is an atzma, it's not an air. No, this is already out of Yechelis. This is a... Yeah, it's not... Not actual, but it's but it's not... We're talking here levels that... But the level already where it can become... Anyway, and then comes, and the kalim are the ink. Okay, so we really have is like that. The parchment, basically what's, what, what's, what's a little twisted here is that the parchment has like two levels to it. That's what he says here. And this is what Azal say. That the tail is white fire on top of black fire, black fire on top of white fire. So black fire on top of white fire. So the white fire is the bleak wool. He said the colors in Aish is air. Commissioner's Baralel Pedic Tzadik Alf. Aish is air, light energy. The Aish cheder, black or dark fire. Hines is sweet as that silas. 
That's the ten spheres of Atzilus Shagilu where the revelation is through containers. That's why it's shachar. What's shechera? It's colored. It's a. It's not pure and shapeless. Gam yeshleim mikrov. could also say she'er nikra gam ken eish shechera mpnishabai de tzimtzum. So one is because it's coming shaped, and also you could say it's shechera. It's dark because it came through a tzimtzum, which is a concealer, which is it darkened the light. It's like an eclipse. Shuzel shugam ken beduk miskli. A tzimtzum is also like. In, like an example of a container, because it conceals, limits. Like we learned before, chapter 94. And this is the meaning of that sphere is from the story, uh, narrative. Hmm. So, the gili through the kalim, the dark flame, the, black, the dark fire, that's the story. What about Sapir? Eshlevein, the white light. That's the Ervigil Sefer. The white light is the Er Habligvul. Is the is the huh? He said it already also on top. It is both. He's mixing the fourth interpretation. He's connecting to the first to the third interpretation. I was wondering whether the two. I was thinking that maybe Sapir is really the Eir Habligvul and Sefer is already the Eir Habligvul in the Eir Habligvul, but it doesn't look like it. So the white light is the Eir Agilid from the Atzmus, a portion that's completely shapeless, and that's Svira from Sapir with Sefer. Sapir with Sefer. Hold on, hold on. And then in that he made the Eshchera, and that he shaped it, and then he shaped it with. Actual ishchera, dark light. That's the air. What he's not saying here is the air habligvul that he mentioned before. He's not mentioning here the shedish air habligvul. You have to say that's a svilus. That sounds like svilus of atzilus. Or bederach prad b'teri yeshlemer, and more specifically in teri, you can say shabchin schitzenis or pnimi shabetera. This is the outer dimension of teri. That would be the dark, the dark flame, dark fire, or pnimi shabetera, the inner. Dimension of Torah, or the secrets of the secrets that we learned earlier, is beyond the, uncon- the un- unconscious. Un- unconscious is Atik. We could also say this is the positive mitzvahs and the negative mitzvahs. See, the interesting thing, I thought he was going to say Eishcher, Eishlevene, you'd think he says that the Esosphirus Hagnuzis would be the dark flame on top of the white flame of the Erab Ligvul. And he's saying, no, it's the ten spheres of Atzillus. But you have to say, okay, you have to say the dark light here, the dark fire is, is Esosphirus. In their full form, with their dark, is in, in Kalim of Atzillus. But their root is the ten hidden spheres, which was already also superimposed over the white light, which is complete shapeless and completely yeah, noted. Well, we got to see it. That's the whole thing. It's, it's, it's the unity. It's, you used the word safe. Okay, even though I learned this chapter already, I just thought we should go over it again. It's very interesting. So this connects to chapter 16 and chapter 27. And what chapter did you suggest? Did you say? I have to look that up. What? Chapter 
chapter sixty-nine. And chapter sixty-nine. Okay, so sixteen, twenty-seven, and sixty-nine. I'm going to look it up. Okay, we'll stop here. So we did a summary of chapter one twenty-three, Hemshechayim Beis, and we finished from uh, we went through pages two thirty-eight till two forty. I did it yesterday. I can do it again. Why not? I'll do it again. The kitzur. It's like the two levels in kesamalchus. It's the same thing as in. So it's like the two levels in the kesser of the the crown of the king. Same thing as the kesser kesser hoid bechinas atik. Hoid is the level of atik. Hoder bechinas arich. Shayode meir haores atik. Through hoid through arich. It radiates in the, the reflection of Atik. V'shayab is a yidiyah and you can have the the knowledge of the grandeur of it. Mashiach in ba'atik, and Atik is beyond it all. Mashiach yigal etzah b'chinus ha'eid. Mashiach will reveal the core level of ha'eid. U'b'chinus ha'eid u'gam ken levush l'gab ha'atzmus. Ha'eid is also a level of garment compared to atzmus. Omnam zeu etzah ma'er. But this is the core field of energy. For hodr hurak is galus ha'eid. And hodr is just the revelation of that energy. Ach magal akom ha'shemeru mislapish be'eid. But it reveals everything everything that radiates and manifests in it. According to this, we'll also explain Sefer from the word Sefer. Like the letters that come from the actual the actual um, parchment. The letters. The letters. The kalim. The kalim. The kalim. The same thing, the revelations of Atzimus is the level of sapir, of, of clarity, and safe for the book. I will just say one more thing. Yeah, this is a critical component. Because before we were saying that ACS letters are, even engraved letters, are also a level lower. Because they're letters. But they ultimately are rooted all in the air habligval. That's what he wants to say. They're all rooted there, except obviously the way they're there, they're not letters yet. They're just white parchment. Then they'll go to a state will become ten hidden spheres, which is still hidden, it's still not in the parchment yet, and then that and still engraved through and through. Then there'll come a tzimtzum eshchera, which will put real dark. That's when the real ink will start coming in. So ten hidden spheres is not even ink. I would say it's still conceptual. So the conceptual field of energy, there's the actual field of energy, there's then the where that's the white parchment, the white light. Then that that allows for all possibilities. Then comes the ten hidden spheres. That is, um, that's like the engraved letters. It's still of the same substance, but now it's ten, not infinite. Then comes Eshcheda, a dark flame, that covers, conceals it all, and the kalim begin to do their job, and the ink starts filling in, and comes Tzilis. It's written letters. Kalim of Tzilis is actually written letters. We have ink on parchment, and they're two separate entities, but they're one. The divine, it's one with the divine. Then in Bria, and further, now it starts separating, where it doesn't even know that it's connected. Until the point where we are, where it's almost total disconnection. What do you think about that? Okay, we'll stop here. Again, let me just say we, we finished chapter 123, page 240.